What's up, guys? Adrian here with another podcast. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Today, we have a very special guest here in store today. Uh, my freshman year roommate, Trey Thomas. What's up? What's up? What's, What's up, good? man? How's everything been, dude? Well, first of all, dude, great to fucking see you again, man. It's, man, been, a, it's man. been a quick minute. Yeah, oh my God. It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. Dude, what are you up to nowadays, man? Uh, we were, like I said, we were freshmen. We were roommates our freshman year. Here we are, full circle, mm-hmm. about to graduate. You're, you're not graduating this semester. You're graduating another yeah, semester. Yeah, I'm graduating next semester uh, in May. In May? Okay. Yeah. Bad. Not what about bad. you? I'm, not, I'm on the same boat right there. I, we took you the four years. Know. You already know. You know, I, As long as we're not coming back for a victory lap. That Victory laps I hear are fun because they're the easiest years, but at the same time, man, Get the degree and leave. <laughs> exactly, exactly, dude. You gotta get get that and get out of here, man. Yeah, sure. you're going for dentistry. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting a degree in health science studies, which is low key kind of useless unless you go to like a like med school or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm trying to go on the pre dental route. Um, as of right now, my uh, my chances of getting into uh, school are looking pretty good. Okay. Know? I just congrats this, for that. Yeah, man. appreciate it. Just this Tuesday, I had my uh, interviews with Dallas and Houston dental schools. The Dallas one is A and M, so if I go to school in Dallas, I'll be an Aggie. You know ah. what I'm saying? But you know, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm always rep the Bears at heart. You know what okay. I'm saying? But <clears throat> sorry, no, but uh, if I go to Houston, I'm gonna be a Longhorn because it's a UT Health in Houston. You know what I'm saying? There's so, no Baylor. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, nah, I mean no. Actually, the dental school in Dallas used to be Baylor. Fun fact. Interesting. That's yeah. the one. That's the one that's now uh, A and M. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But uh, I haven't gotten. A, I applied to San Antonio and El Paso's dental schools, but I haven't heard back from them yet. So not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, man. Um, like I said. We were we were roommates freshman year. Sure. You mentioned I remember like you you've stuck to that plan because you know, when we were freshmen you also were saying that I want to be a dentist. You went on some cool trips. I saw you went up. What was it? Honduras or Guatemala or uh, Nicaragua? Nicaragua. My bad. My bad. Yeah. I guess we're the main subject we're going to be really talking about is just like growth through college. For dentistry, how did you find that to be, trait? Dude, it was honestly uh, it, it was really. I don't want to say uh, I don't want to get that cliche statement. It was a roller coaster, but like it really was because I mean I really didn't. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like my freshman and sophomore year, it like bro, if I was telling you freshman year, like yo, I want to do dentistry and stuff like that, I was just saying that. You know what I'm saying? You manifested it, <laughs> right? I mean, but it, it can't. At the end of the day, I made up my mind about what I want to do and stuff. But dude, when I first started off, I really. It how, wasn't so much of a. Uh, how would you say the attitudes changed? I, it sounds it was like all added. Was it like? It was a confidence thing, honestly, dude. Oh. Um, mainly because, and I mean, like, not to get too deep on it, but one thing that uh, has been kind of tough for me throughout college, at least, has been, I guess, representation in my field. You know what I'm saying? Representation in your okay. Whereas uh, me as of right now, like I'm pretty sure I apologize to anybody who might be in my grade who is a African American male in pre dental, but at the moment I'm I really do think that I'm the only black guy who's a senior right now 
and at Baylor who's doing pre-dentistry, you know what I'm saying? How is that, how, um, just so I can understand it perfectly, mm-hmm. I, how is that, uh, how does that provide that barrier or that, how is that, what held you back or what lacked your confidence right. whatsoever? It, it just kind of, I wouldn't say it so much uh, was a barrier to me, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where it's a little discouraging yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You're already in an environment where people are looking at you with like may if not if they're not doing it like uh intentionally, they might be doing it like inadvertently. Yeah, and subconsciously like this dude's the odd man out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They're gonna have like it, it's just gonna be different seeing me in the position that I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Because have you ever seen do you know any black dentists? Out in mm, Vegas, not many of them are gonna not 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 any, not, not any <laughs> yeah. at all, right? Yeah, because I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't know any. Like I knew the first uh, African American dentist that I met in my life. I met them within the past two years, and it's only two. Had they been pushing you to keep keep going with it? No, or? yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've met more than two African American dentists in the past two years, but I ha- I've had to like. Go, go out and search, and for, search for them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, shoot, I walk, I literally pop into a random dentist office up in a Bellmead, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the dentist is going to be white, you know what I'm saying? Which is fine, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's just the way that things are, you feel me? Yeah. But for me to try and go on this career path and not see barely anybody who looks like me you know, in the field right now, one, but two, trying to be in that field. I didn't meet uh, anybody who's a man. You feel me? Like, I know there's a lot of black women in dentistry. That's one thing. Okay. There are not a lot of black men in dentistry. This may be a, this is just out of pure curiosity, but do you think that is, do you think there's a reason for that? Is it like culture of being like a black man or is it, is it like, uh, I don't know. Cause I know like from Hispanics, me as a Hispanic male, mm-hmm. like obviously, you know, there's like a machista more so in like mm-hmm. the Mexican culture, yeah. you know, like, Oh, if you want to go out and you want to, I don't know, be something that's more feminine, mm-hmm. like whatever it, you're going to, you're going to be like held to it. Is there like any stigma or anything that holds people back or is it just like the lack of uh representation the lack of opportunity for um well for one thing it is it is like a lack of representation and 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 it's mainly like a cultural thing i guess uh a fact that uh you might not know is that black women are actually like the most educated like they're they uh out of like the minority groups in general they're mm-hmm. the i mean not mon- i'm not i'm not gonna speak on like minority groups in general but they're at least like ratio wise you know what i'm saying like they get more black degree. no 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 black yeah yeah black women are like the most educated in the united states you feel me yeah it's some statistic like that yeah you have to, I, you have I, to look it up they, they have like the most degrees per capita right. or something like right that. Okay. right exactly and I, you don't you never hear any like education statistics for black men at the end of the day because like a lot of a lot of black men don't really seek higher education Mm -hmm. you feel me and it's not like like you said like and one of the reasons for that being like there aren't a lot of black dentists 
to make dentistry like cool. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Like it's a cultural thing. Like nobody, dude. Like even me, I never, not one time ever when I was a kid was I like, yo, I want to be a dentist when I grow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never. And like, it's a cultural thing. You feel me? What did you want to be growing up? You're a pretty artsy guy, man. DJ, all that stuff. Is that what your your dream was going on? Honestly, I really wanted to go into radio. Oh. That was my thing. So this this right here, this is cool to me, like for <laughs> sure, because I really wanted to go into radio and honestly do some stuff along these lines, but more so with uh, I would have I want to have like a, like a radio show. You know what I'm saying? I right? gotcha. DJ for it, play certain music for it, but then. Uh, of course, with streaming and everything, yeah. radio's a dying business and whatnot. But there's all kinds of ways you could flip it now. You know what I'm saying? Not bad. It's, and I'm obviously there's there's all there's a lot of uh, what's it called black creators in that space for sure. So for that, sure. I could see the parallel that you're making from it. No, so yeah, exactly. You like, weren't thinking about it as a kid becoming a dentist, no, probably because you didn't see right, people. Right, right, right. And see, like nowadays, of course, like you said, there's a lot of black people in the, you know, like maybe the Twitch uh, side, like streaming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like YouTube. YouTube is something that's like huge. There's a lot of people who stream and stuff like that. A lot of, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. the kid, that's very popular with the kids. So kids might be thinking, at least like now, like, yo, I'm going to be like a, a prof yeah, yeah, professional YouTuber, professional gamer or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. One thing that a lot of people don't realize is like dentistry is like a good ass career. Like you can do a lot of you can do like the way that I look at it. You can do a lot of good, not only for yourself, of course, but for like your community in general through dentistry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And. If more, if there were more, you know, like one uh, lesser fact, I don't mean to like ramble or anything like that. No, you're, that's the point of this. No, man. no, keep no it yeah, going, yeah. But it like going. one thing, one thing that's uh, in, that a lot of people don't realize, uh, but black people and Hispanics in the state of Texas, at least I can speak on Texas. I don't know about the United States, but I did research on this over the summer. I had an internship. Where at uh, real quick? Up in Frisco. I had to shadow at multiple dentist offices. Oh, okay. I, I'll get to that at some point, possibly. For but sure. Basically, in the state of Texas, black and, black people and Hispanics have the highest rates of dental cat, like just dental problems in general, whether it be from oral cancer to just cavities. I see. On average, we and it's mainly because there's like disparities in insurance you know, coverage. Yeah, and like insurance, just healthcare in general. And part of the problem, it, part of the reason why it is, is because there aren't a lot of healthcare providers in the areas that are very, like, you know, heavily populated by black and Hispanic people. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. In the state of Texas. And uh, in, I can speak on in the cities, in the uh, cities of Texas, those are the main areas where black people are most at, you know, disadvantage in the... Uh, you know, basically, I'm going to speak on the dental care side. You know what I'm saying? People who rely on Medicaid and CHIP, kids, mm -hmm. that's the uh, children's insurance. They're most of the disadvantage in the, uh, you know, dental area. And in rural, in the rural area of Texas, rural areas of Texas, Hispanic people are the most disadvantaged. I wonder how that works. It's mainly like one, of the, one of the main problems is because, like, you know, like I said, there's not a lot of black or hispanic people 
in dentistry. Uh-huh. Like in comparison to how many white people are in dentistry. And there are also a lot of Asian people in dentistry too. So there's a there's a mis not not to say misrepresentation. Um, I don't know. I have to pick my words wisely mm-hmm. here, but there's definitely like a, a skew um, yeah. towards. And then obviously, like it's funny you mentioned this because like mm-hmm. I kind of have like you know similarly experiencing this because mm-hmm. I mean obviously I'm Hispanic, right? Um, and then like growing up, business school. I went to a school that was like eighty percent. What's it called? Eighty percent like Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I came to school here, went to Baylor. The whole stigma that was holding me back, and I don't know if this is kind of ties into what um, your experience is as pursuing mm-hmm. dentistry, is um, people used to tell me things like, "Oh, you're you're gonna get a degree. That's that's a white man's job. You know, just do that." Right. And it holds you back because all your buddies who are like you, quote unquote, mm. are like. Oh, dude, you're really gonna go after that? No, just come do this with us because you know that's our identity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, in my opinion, fuck the fuck the label. Like to me, I'm just yeah. like, be what you want to be, dude. No, like you have literally. you have uh, what's it called? You have the potential to be anything. It is gonna be. A, it is probably gonna be a little harder for um, some people. Like for me, being a dude, I had stats stacked against me. Fucking coming into college, like, yeah fucking one i'm not you know like most baylor kids that have like money out the ass yeah, right? yeah, not yeah. most but right, some right right, some. right. and so then on top of that nevada's education system like 50th in the nation two out yeah. of every three kids returns to las vegas uh-huh. after they leave for an out-of-state college mm-hmm. so i fucking made it through that and my mm-hmm. thing was i just ne- i never i never had the uh what's it called I never had the idea or I, I never had uh, like a like a mentor taking me there. And dude, I got lucky. I don't know what the fuck it was that made me break those fucking mm-hmm. stats or whatever. But yeah. I I see it in a lot of my friends that I had yeah. back home, Hispanics, blacks, even white people, like some um, people that like hold uh, what's it called? Hold themselves because of labels that their friends attached. No. To them, yeah. Or because they don't have the opportunity. Dude, yeah, of course. Like uh, in opportunity like you know you're saying opportunity opportunity is a huge thing like one thing that i do want to speak on at least i, I know we're, we're i mean we're, 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 this is a good conversation of course but one thing i do want to speak on uh when it comes to opportunity is that like the fact that i'm in the position that i'm in right now yeah is honestly it's insane oh like, yeah the stars like the stars have li- literally had to align for me to be in the spot that i'm in Right now, like I had the and hats had, off to you, man. That's right, good stuff. I uh, appreciate that. I appreciate that. But like, I say that because, like, literally, <clears throat> sorry. Like, for example, I work. Sorry again, my bad. <laughs> I work at the uh, uh, the visitor center here at Baylor. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I work with a lot of a lot of different people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it that way. And there's people there, like there's people there who like. They're not only like did their parents come to Baylor, but like their grandparents came to Baylor and stuff like that. Dude, there's a girl like literally, I think she's like a some crazy like a like a 16th generation Baylor student or something like Jesus that. Like her Christ. like her family had been coming to Baylor well, since the 16 generation. Like, oh, I mean, not say I might not be like 16, but you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, like she might be like the 16th person in her family or something like yeah. that to go to Baylor. And people have been going to Baylor 
in her family since like the 1800s. I guess the school's been open since 1845. Fun fact. There's this uh, idea, and this kind of goes very, um, what's it called? Very hand in hand to what you were talking about, like Mm -hmm. you know, wanting to be a black dentist Mm -hmm. who's also a man. Um, It's not so much. We hear so much about like the wealth inequality that there is in the in the U.S., Mm -hmm. but it's not so much that there's a wealth inequality. It's more so that there is an opportunity inequality. Yeah, literally, literally, and, and that is exactly I think what. You yeah. might have experienced no, yeah. you know, in your I, process. I'm gonna no, I'm I'm gonna say this. Like my uh like my uh my family's from Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana. It's like kind of central ish mm-hmm. Louisiana. Uh and not technically not like Lafayette itself, but like more so uh areas around Lafayette, you know what I'm saying? The small towns around the place like Opelousas and parks. You'd have to you literally yeah. have to Google it. But Oh, one thing is, like, my grandfather, like, he, on my dad's side, like, okay, my grandpa on my mom's side was literally, like, a sharecropper, okay? And what's that? That's literally, like, Adrian, what's crazy about sharecropping is that that's literally, like, one step basically below slavery, pretty much. Because sharecropping is essentially you live off, you had to, you basically farm for another guy, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Okay. All day, you know, for like bet poor hours, you know what I'm saying? You get paid barely, Nothing. you feel me? It's in sharecropping was like infamously ba- it, it's like a it, historically sharecropping was what was put in place after slavery essentially in the south to I guess get around the loophole. Yeah, okay. it was one of those loophole things. I don't want to I mean, I don't want to say too much on it and sound <laughs> ignorant and whatnot, but like Look up sharecropping and stuff like that on Google. That's that's what my grandfather did, which is crazy. Because now you're here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Not only that, and then like my uh, grandpa on my dad's side, he literally had to, uh, by the grace of God, he got a. Um, he he used to work as like a janitor at a hospital, but then whenever he was like our age, and then he got a job at Sears, when Sears was really blowing up, like okay. back in the '60s. I was like the Sears heyday, and he oh. he climbed his way up to like lower middle class, basically. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he did that, he was able to put my dad through college, and then my dad was able to put me through college. You know what I'm saying? Literally, like there have been so many loops that like just my family, like my grandfather, my dad, and myself have had to go through in that whole process. Like you know what I'm saying? It takes yeah. a lot of like effort momentum and everything exactly and there are millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of uh minority people in general who just don't get that type of opportunity and that's a problem man like i just i i I do like i do see myself as very blessed you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm extremely blessed um, literally, it's people in my family who don't have the type of opportunity that I have. You know what I'm saying? It's people in my family who I believe are like brilliant. You know what I'm saying? But they just they never they had it. They don't have the opportunity to like use that brilliance. You know what I'm saying? I see. Yeah. And I've been, dude. Like, look. Like I said, the internship that I mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. I got through, uh, I got that internship through Baylor. Uh, that's when I was doing research uh, up in, uh, well, not research, but um, it was basically, I got to shadow at uh, six different dental offices up in uh, Frisco, Texas, uh-huh. which is like uh, north, 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 north Dallas. 
It's right, right, right south of uh, Prosper, right? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much south of Prosper. Yeah. And uh, just the fact that I got just the fact that uh, Baylor really like hooked me up with all those uh, internships at those spots. Like there were people at uh, the Dallas Dental School when I had my interview there that knew the people who I had shadowed. You know what I'm saying? And that gave you an in there, right? And that possibly. I mean, I, there's no, there's no word on that yet. Yeah, knock on, on wood. wood. Big time, <laughs> knock on wood for that. But like, you know what I'm saying? That that was just one more thing that I could talk about during the interview. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that's an opportunity that I definitely would not have had, cause, dude. There's no no way I was gonna go and reach out to these people that I shadowed, uh, because of the internship. If I hadn't gotten it, you know what I'm saying? There's no way. So, uh, just the fact that I was able to get those types of connections, you know what I'm saying? That's something that the that's something that, if we're being real, the average black person in Dallas in general. That's an opportunity that they just don't have. Yeah, they don't really get that. Exactly. And, you know, you're living there. Like, the black people in Frisco probably don't even know about that. Hey, um, this dentist over here, he's in the TDA, which is the Texas Dental Association, and he has a connect here. So you should go to his office and get to know him. You know what I'm saying? They don't have those types of connections. Ah, okay. And that's just something that... Honestly, I really just stumbled upon. Like, I just like meeting people and talking with people. You uh know what I'm saying? So... That's just something that uh, it's funny that a lot of my connections, like literally one of the uh, like some of the people that I would like reach out to go shadow, you know what I'm saying? They would be uh, like one of the ladies in Dallas that I shout Dr. Carmen Smith. Uh, she's a general dentist in uh, Dallas, but she's she's another member of like the uh, TDA, you know, the Texas okay. Dental. So, you know what I'm saying? She's I'm trying to understand like the whole game of dentistry because I'm. There's like a, you know, there's a game to getting a corporate job. Right, of course. It's very different. Yeah. Especially in your position. Right, right, right. Of course. And, dude, and that's just something like, really, honestly, and truly, I really believe, like, if I didn't go literally here to Baylor, I don't, I don't think I would be in the same position that I'm in now. You know of what course, I'm saying? Of course, yeah. So, of obviously, like, you can look at the statistics on, uh, uh, Baylor's website demographics. There, it's it's barely any black people here, dude. Really? Barely. You know. You what guys I'm have a pretty strong presence, though. Yeah, black strong. Baylor's, yeah, we're guys, a very strong presence for sure because we're very outspoken. But the numbers is just not there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's understandably so. Understandably so. You know what I'm saying? With well, with what it costs to come right, here, right? Not only with uh, uh, one cost, but like. The opportunity, oppor- dude, 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 it's it's just there's not really much about Baylor that makes it enticing to somebody who's black. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's That's an really interesting pre- the, elaborate on that. Like the only the only thing, honestly, hold on. <clears throat> really, the only thing about Baylor, the, the reason why I came to Baylor, I, I didn't come, I didn't come to Baylor for like a cultural experience. You of know course. what I'm saying? I came to Baylor because I heard that they're pre-health program was good so i and i had gotten in early it was one of the first schools to accept me and i was i felt really good about that you know what i'm saying and they gave me a really good scholarship so i was like yo shoot i'll i'll go to baylor i guess you know what i'm saying it wasn't too far from dallas you know what i'm saying and it was convenient but 
I mean, people go to college for different reasons. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So culturally, <sighs> right? Like, I mean, I, of course, as a culture, black people don't go like black people go to college for all kinds of different reasons. Like, there's no cultural majority. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, but like, it's there's nothing about Baylor itself that would make it enticing to black people because there's barely any black faculty. There's really not them. Like, of course, now that you say that, I like I noticed that. Now. Right. Yeah. There's barely any black faculty. Uh, there's barely any uh, like uh, culture. OK, culturally, like uh, you do see a lot of black culture on campus. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. They do. I do. Appreciate I know like how, the fraternities are always throwing events. Right. And right. Like that, I pre- on and off. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I appreciate how um, Baylor does uh, celebrate like, you know, Black History Month, stuff like that. I appreciate that and how that's I guess showcased but like if you're if I'm being honest like you know walking the walking walking down the uh, sidewalk at Bailey you know what I'm saying like it, it you're more way 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 more than likely to see somebody white uh-huh. than anything else so what would you say would be something Baylor can do to like make it more appealing to minorities and that's black? the thing I don't know I couldn't like there's a lot of people, I mean, people always think that, you know, there's like some, always going to be some sort of concrete solution to, you know, making, yeah. you know, uh, the camp. Like, one thing that I can say about, like, uh, the uh, one thing that's, that's big in, like, uh, Black Baylor here, at least right now, is that um, there's, like, one big movement kind of for more cultural awareness and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of that, but the Baylor Unity movement and okay. everything that's going on right now. led uh, One of my friends, uh, uh, his name's Sam. He's uh, one big pioneer. And then well, he's kind of leading. What exactly movement. is this program for? Uh, Are you guys trying if, to accomplish all that stuff? Well, no, I, I'm, this is not something I couldn't speak on because okay. I can't lie to you. Like, I haven't been extremely involved in that whole Thing, Move, just yeah. because I've been really on my grind this semester, you know what I'm saying? We're <laughs> trying to get out of yeah, here, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like for that, I, I apologize. But I mean, uh, from what from what it looks like, you know, I mean, I couldn't say too much on it. But I guess to anyone who's listening, go, you know, look more into that. I guess they had a couple, mm-hmm. they had like a unity march and everything, stuff like that. But one thing that I do want to say about, I mean, I guess what's going on is that like a. Uh, to bring it back to my point about how Baylor isn't really enticing to black people, it's just like you're already you're gonna be in a space where it's more than likely that you're going to be um, one of the only black people in your classes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for, I, I will say, and I'm just gonna to add to that point is we're yeah. not in the business school, so mm-hmm. I don't know how it is. I I, I get a feeling, does not fact or false mm-hmm. i would assume the uh, science building is a little more diverse in terms of like honestly yeah than than the business and school. what's so funny about that what's so funny about that is because culturally literally minorities are literally pushed to be like you know go be a i, I mean you always hear like this the stereotypical yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. stereotypical minority parents like you gotta go be a doctor you gotta go be a da-da-da-da. you know what i'm saying yeah so that, that's why you do see a lot more uh minorities in the uh, in the business in the, school yeah. to like um, Add your point, mm-hmm. there was a my junior year because I never really thought about it, but like these type of things really until like my junior year. 
I just looked around the room I was in. I was in mm-hmm. a classroom and I noticed there was literally, it was like a classroom of like 40 people. Yeah. I was one of two minorities. No. The, ir- the irony was, is that Lothario, I don't know if you know Lothario, he's also a, a mm-hmm. Kappa. Okay. We were pretty good friends. He was the other minority in the in the class and we I, were I like. I probably know him if I saw him for sure. He, yeah. yeah, I was just, and we're friends. What is the, and I wasn't friends with anybody else in that class yeah, i was yeah. just like dang like that's kind of a, a weird uh, a abnormality how like you know of the people that are that, that are friends in my in this class it's mm-hmm. the other minority like me and not only that um what's it called i don't really talk to anybody else and it's literally like two minorities 38 yes yeah. yeah and and okay and then another thing about that like see just and that's like that's something that's natural, you know what I'm saying? Like that just came natural, right? Yeah. Like it's not and it's I, nothing not on no like, oh, I don't want to be friends with the people who are white in here or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure you're probably like cool with I mean whoever yeah. you're sitting by and stuff. But it's just like that you get that automatic connect, you know what I'm saying? And You think there's a barrier? Like Well, there's a lot of for okay, for black people in general, okay, most black people who uh um I mean, most black people in the U.S. in general grow up around majority black people. You feel me? There aren't there are a lot of black people who grow up around like in majority white areas. You know what I'm saying? But it's not definitely not majority black people who grow up in majority white areas. You feel yes. me? It, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But for somebody black who's grown up in like a not just a majority black area. Let's just say a majority, like like a, a really diverse area, for okay. example. Because there's parts of like Dallas, like around like Richardson and stuff like that, Garland, that there, it's not like um, as white of like Texas is like of course like America's majority white, of course. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But Texas, the uh, parts of Dallas aren't that like the farther north you go up in Dallas, like when you get to like McKinney and all that. I used to live up in McKinney. It's not that diverse in McKinney. You feel me? Yeah. But when you get closer to this, the closer you get to Dallas itself, the more diverse it gets. So like when you're in like the Richardson and Garland area, it's a lot of different cultures just together. So a lot of people who go to public schools in those areas, they they've grown up around like a bunch of different cultures at once. Yeah. You feel me? But me, for example, my parents, uh, they put me through like private school like my whole life. So because they felt that that was like going to get me. Better the best, education. Op- better yeah. education, the best opportunity and whatnot. And I'm assuming me? it was predominantly white. Maj- definitely ma- predominantly <laughs> white. Like my whole time I was like, you know, basically in school, you know what I'm saying? And that put me like as much. I'm not going to say that like I hated it, you know what I'm saying? Because like I didn't think too deep about it at the time. But like it kind of like that's one. P- I, I kind of do wish I grew up around more of my people. You know what I'm saying? But. Me and my family, we would, uh, we would always go. To, we we were real close. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot with my family in Louisiana and whatnot when yeah. I, while I was younger and stuff. So, like, I never felt like... So, like, some people had that, like... Like, there's a, there are some black people, which is a whole entire different topic, who don't really identify with the, I guess majority black culture if that makes sense do you know what i'm saying i get i don't want to assume anything well uh, no is yeah it just like more whitewash or people that are right. ashamed to be yeah okay. yeah i mean not necessarily ashamed or anything like that but there's black people who you would say act more white quote unquote than okay. anything you feel me and then there's black people 
who and that's that's something that like I never struggled with that. You know what I'm saying? That's something that people would throw at me like, oh, you're you're kind of a white black dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just because I'm in these majority white spaces, but. Honestly, being in those spaces put me at an advantage when it comes to going to a university like Baylor. You yeah. feel me? Because culturally, I'm not, yeah, culturally, I'm not accustomed. A, yeah, I'm not in a position where I got to get used to how white people act and whatnot. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I'm not and I'm definitely not getting on here and saying that all white people act bad. White people are literally just as diverse as any group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100 percent. But. There are people who just aren't used to being in an environment where it's majority white. You know what I'm saying? So the black people, a lot of black people who come here who maybe either grew up in an environment where it was majority black or just majority like uh, like it was just a very diverse environment coming up. They struggle being in a place like Baylor just because like. It's a culture shock. Yeah, it's a culture shock. That's just not what you're used to. The game of socializing with people. Yeah, you gotta figure out. You gotta figure out a whole different way to socialize. And honestly, if I wasn't as good, if I wasn't as good at at you know socializing with people in general as I am, not to you know speak (laughs) of myself, I definitely wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now either. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many black people that are scared to put themselves out there. You know what I'm saying? And like. in what like, way? Like, I'll, I want to make sure I get that clear. Like, okay, like when I becoming like becoming friends with right, right, right. Like, there's black people who, just because of uh, either either be like their preconceived notions about white people or white people's preconceived notions about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, based on how they act or how they talk or whatever, who aren't able to like you know get across that cultural barrier you know what i'm saying like if like if i'm being 100 percent real you know what i'm saying if you're somebody black coming from like desoto like south dallas or something like yeah that, you know what i'm saying that's a majority black area you're growing up around like damn near only black people like and, black, and like, if i'm not mistaken the desoto is uh like one of the rougher sides or i mean i i don't i mean not all desoto is rough of yeah. course but like you know desoto has its parts you feel me it's just a majority black area you feel me i got you and and that's I just one that. that's just one that. example like just south dallas in general if you were to pull up like a demographics map of dallas in general you would see it's south dallas is majority black for of sure of course and i just say that to you know uh really push the point of like the opportunity concentration yeah the, right, right. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm a, hold on. Let me finish my go point ahead, real quick. Ahead. But I say, I say all that like, uh, if you're a black person coming from South Dallas, you know what I'm saying, and you get the opportunity to go to a university like Baylor, you know what I'm saying? Because already from the jump, I mean, like, if Baylor's, you know, like from the, you, you got to grind. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're gonna have to grind for sure. Because Baylor, like, I was put in an advantage of getting into Baylor because I went to a private high school. You know what I'm saying? And it was a uh. Christian private high school at that. And Baylor being a Christian private university, found that they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to be like, okay, students from this school, okay, we want more of them. You know what I'm saying? Chances are a school like Baylor, they're going to be looking at public schools and stuff like that in DeSoto for like, so uh, as, as messed up as that may be, they might be looking at schools in DeSoto for like minority outreach and stuff like that solely <laughs> for that purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And... Which, which is sad at, at for one thing, but for another, like, 
for let's say a student gets the opportunity to come to uh, uh, to come to Baylor, you know what I'm saying? They gotta adjust to being around like majority white people, and then like on top of that, it's a lot of white people here that aren't that don't uh, that just they can't they don't know how to communicate with black people. You know what I'm saying? Like in a way that's like comfortable. You feel me? Yeah. I can't tell you. It's like forced. They don't. Right. They may not mean bad, but it's just like, exactly like they just don't know how. how do I? What do I? Me? What can I not say? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And like. Like a lot of people, especially like at work, people are, people are lucky talking to me a lot of times because I'm a really easygoing dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people may say something that's kind of uh, to me, like a little, like kind of like you know, not like racist, but like just on the like, edge. Yeah, on that, not no, you know, just on that something you shouldn't really be saying or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'm not the type of person to uh, really, to really get on you about it because. I, me personally, I don't believe that you, you, there's any growth when you do stuff like that. Yeah. Nice little, you know, just a conversation about it is much, a much better way to go. You feel me? But 100%. like, there's a lot of black people who just aren't used to, they don't know how to deal with that. That. You feel me? And there's white people who don't know, like, how, how to deal with the other. The, ba- the way, you know, the other way around. Why do you think that is? That the, I mean, both, why do you think it's hard for people on both sides? Not, you guys are much better about talking about it but like for white people to talk about these problems in general i had a podcast with sam a couple uh days ago we Mm -hmm. talked about feminism Mm -hmm. right and feminism is one of those things that's like they got to really tiptoe around it Mm -hmm. i told her actually i was like very worried about even doing it because i'm obviously not i'm i'm ignorant not ignorant not that i don't care but i just don't know how to talk about it right why right. do you think that is the case with um you know problems like, like just what we're going race to relations about? and whatnot in general or like opportunity stuff like um both it's just race relations and then uh like we hear about uh white privilege and stuff like that and stuff like that why is it hard to have a conversation or for people i mean to have it's hard it's hard for people to have a conversation because i mean it's just a hard topic in general, you know what yeah. I'm saying? There's a lot of emotions, a lot yeah, of I mean, especially nowadays and especially with like the media in general, I think the biggest thing is like putting a blanket state blanket statements in general, I oh, think yeah. is what the biggest problem is. Cause there's like like there are for sure like white people for the majority are like put at an advantage because of just how the nation was set up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, black people, of course, were put at a disadvantage of because of how the nation was set up. Yeah. And that's that, just the cold that's, hard. That's just the cold hard facts. You know what I'm saying? If you, the more you read into history. Yeah. The, it, like literally just systemically, the more you read into history and everything like that, I think people need to read more into history and psychology in general. Just a side note. The more you read into uh, those type of topics, the more you learn on American history and just like how people think in general, you will understand like, you know, like why things why are, things are the way they are yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? And when you understand the why, that's when you can think of solutions. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's it's a touchy subject in my opinion because like like I, I go back to the uh blanket statement thing that I said before because it's a lot of it's a lot of white people who like of course are at that, you know, specific advantage, but it's a lot of white people who aren't necessarily at as advantaged as like you know people might say you feel me like yeah. for me to get on here and say like every white person in america has more privilege and opportunity than myself 
that's ignorant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I can't get on here and say some stuff like that because that's not the facts. Yeah, no, but that's true. People like to throw white privilege out as like a blanket statement as in like, if you are white, then no, I mean, of course, like if you're a white, uh, I guess like culture wise, society wise, I guess you're going to, you're, of course, you're going to get looked at different in, than if you are a black person in America, but For like sure. not all white people are in this just they, high and mighty, yeah, you know. high and mighty. You know what I'm saying? They, they're they're not they're not all making six figures a year, all sitting pretty with the white picket fence and the yeah you know, kids and all that stuff. Like it's white people out here that's struggling too. You feel me? Every yeah. And whenever you throw that like, whenever you're trying to, whenever you throw that white privilege statement out on a group of people who don't view themselves as privileged in general, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the same type of thing when, uh, you know. You uh just any type of blanket statement. If you don't uh identify with whatever the hell they're uh, trying to say, like that's you you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's just it's hard because well technology will blow back to that has mm-hmm. truly democratized messages, right? Exactly. So you hear a blanket statement, right? Yes. But now you have everybody interpreting that blanket statement in and of itself and you know, like we were talking about it with feminism, very much so with like the BLM movement too. Right. You know, you see a tweet, everybody takes it their own way. Right. They, I don't know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It, just, like, and for, okay, like, a, like, yeah, for a movement like uh, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, like, people, people who, a lot of people who really are really, really for Black Lives Matter, they might make a statement like, see, but that's the, okay, well, I'll let you finish. Right. They, they, they might make a statement like, oh, uh, this group of people are racist. You know what I'm saying? And they, there might be a person who's in, like, that group or something like that who, what am I saying? Well, like, there might be somebody who just say who will say something like "all conservatives are racist" or something like that. Yeah, you feel me? And that's ignorant to say all conservatives are racist. So of course, people who are conservative, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> they're calling me racist." I don't. So think therefore, I'm, I'm gonna give them yeah, a label so back. Now I'm gonna get you know liberal. You know, yeah, I'm just gonna fight right back. You know what I'm saying? And it's stuff like that where really like there really shouldn't be any controversy around. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get political, dude. But no, you're you're good. There really shouldn't be any controversy around like a movement like Black Lives Matter because all it stands for is for good. But whenever you start getting into like the organizations and stuff like that, whenever you start getting into like the human ran stuff and try and make stuff into whenever money gets involved and all that stuff and people <laughs> start throwing statements out there, and especially because of Twitter and social media in general, dude, it just everything just gets blown out of proportion and that's why I, in like a really long ass you know you know roundabout way of saying it that i mean that's what one of the reasons why you know it's so tough talking about race relations right now because it's a lot of people who just don't either they just don't either they just don't identify with uh the problem the problem or you know what i'm saying like they're like yo like you imagine it's it's probably white people out there that don't let that don't see black people on a daily basis at all mm-hmm. they might not be racist you know what i'm saying but like that's just not it's not in their that's thing, not dude. even in there yeah because if you think about it there's really not that many black people in no there like you look at the uh the stats there's not that many black people in the united states in general like black people are mainly in like the big cities of the u.s you feel me oh okay i see i see but 
So, well, I mean, the of people course, that live in like the farms, and yeah, stuff like the people that. who are in the more rural areas of the U.S., they're not gonna they're like this I has nothing you. to do with me. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and this is what are, my algorithm is feeding right, me. Right, this is what my algorithm is putting out there. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And then this, then this saying that these people are calling my people this. No of wonder. course, it's gonna be beef. It's, it's you know a, what I'm saying? Like, really, at the end of the day, we shouldn't be fighting about none of this. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a recipe for. I guess like a social checkmate. Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of see the same type of thing, you know, on a, you know, for sure. Well, level. here to end it off, I have one question. I guess it's going to tie in everything we really talked about. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So we, we touched on you being a dentist, opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, just all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, what for the people that, let's say, aren't granted opportunity mm-hmm. as easily as others. The people yeah. that don't have the mentorship, the people that don't have the the backing that are also um, being held back because of these social things, like mm-hmm. you being a black man in dentistry. Yeah. What does it take to supersede those barriers? Like, okay, and, and that's, being, that is, that, that, I mean, that's the perfect question because that is what my mission is, honestly, in dentistry in general. Okay. I want to I want to be a dentist so that I can make dentistry something that's like normal and cool. I mean, yeah, something that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna lie, like the way that social media is right now, you can get people are shifting away from you know being really mesmerized with like celebrities and movie stars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and people are shifting more towards seeing ordinary everyday people as the quote unquote celebrity. You feel me? Yeah. Like people like, you know, because, you know, how people you look at Instagram, it's all kinds of famous like doctors, um, doctor. like Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doctors. They, they, I mean, but there's famous like uh, lawyers, yeah, real estate, lawyer, investors, yeah, real estate like, agents. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all kinds of famous people doing Hair ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ordinary jobs. And that's the type of people who, you know, because they're people that you could actually like, you know, relate to, you know what I'm saying? People you could actually interact with. And that's yeah. cool seeing everybody being able to interact with them. And, and then, you want to be that. I, I mean, not saying that I want to do some stuff like that for like fame purposes and whatnot. Okay. No. Just but I want to be able to put out an Im- put an image out there that like you can do this too. You know what I'm saying? I want I want black kids to come to me and be like, hey. I, I want to grow up and be a dentist. You know what I'm saying? And if they want to come and shadow me or anything like that years down the line, I will tell them, yo, go here, here, <laughs> here. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I be, got the knowledge. I got you. Yeah. But so what what about on an individual level, like on that student for him to have the initiative to get to you, even though he thinks of, you know, the barriers in his way? How do you ignore the barriers? You you can't can you even really better said? I mean, it's it's all honestly like as cliche as it sounds. It's all like mindset, man. Like, Mind over matter. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It's it's literally mindset. Like yes, I can't. I, like I can't say that I have been sick. I cannot say that I've been significantly held back in my life for anything related to my race. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's only because I have been in an environment where that like if you go back through what I was saying like it's only because of the environment that I've grown up in you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I've I've always been comfortable where I am at because that's the type of environment that I've grown up in and I've been able to thrive in this type of environment you feel me fair enough but for the people who don't grow up in that environment honestly and truly I can't speak for them you know what I'm saying I can't speak for uh 
I can't speak for the uh, black student who's like struggling with that uh, that barrier, that type of barrier. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I want to create that. I want to I want to take down that barrier for those types of black students. You know what I'm saying? Fair I want enough. to I want to create a black space for you know all aspiring dentists exactly and like and I don't know I could ramble on and on and on about <laughs> how you know I want to set up my that's for another time though but essentially long story short my mission is really to put more black people in the healthcare field fair enough because when there's more black people in the healthcare field there's healthier black people in general you feel me it's a great way to so, put it man no yeah for sure so I, whether they want to be a dentist, a doctor, whatever, uh, you know, veterinarian, I don't care. There just needs to be more black people in these types of jobs. Everything. And, yeah, exactly. You were more specifically focusing on. Yeah, of course. Care, me, but. of course, I'm going to um, specifically focus specific, specifically on dentistry. You know what I'm saying? But I really want to I really want to point give my main thing. Like you said, I'm so glad we talked about opportunity because I want to give opportunity. That's my For main sure. that's my main mission. You know what I'm saying? Above all else. Couldn't agree more, man. For sure. Very, what's it called? Informative, to say the least. Getting a different perspective on it. Like, of course, um, I don't get to talk about this, these type of stuff too much with my um, friends and just family in general because we are concentrated in our opportunity and lives, I guess. I guess any final statements that you have for anybody who is thinking about this stuff, for the people that want to understand about mm-hmm. this all that fancy stuff um hey uh honestly i want to say uh for anybody you know listening if you may have different uh you know whatever political beliefs political views or any views in general different experience in life that i've had um honestly i think that uh, what we really need especially during times like this uh is just more listening man if you just take time to listen to people and stuff like that give their stories like dude that'll take you a long way that's like the that's honestly one of the biggest things that's helped me on my not just in my college journey in general is just you know really getting to know people that's around me really getting to listen listen to all people you know what i'm saying no matter what they uh well no matter what may come out their mouth you know what i'm saying (laughs) understand exactly try and try and get to know understand the why behind people you feel me seek to understand them to be understood for sure for for sure, sure for sure well Wise words by the Trey Thomas, man. I'm not even kidding. Wise <laughs> words. Dig, nothing nothing but pure gold um, these past uh, 50 minutes and shit like For that. Sure. Sure. But, dude, I, I appreciate you coming on. It was solid. Yeah. And, uh, guys, stay tuned. I no, yeah, we, we might have to get like a part two going yeah, at some point. Yeah, as know usual, what I'm as usual. No doubt. We're, we're graduating around the same no, time. Yeah. So we have time. Exactly. We definitely got time, dude. We'll have time. But, yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you yeah, guys man. tuning peace, in. Peace, peace. See ya.